I don't think I have an accent at all, but I put the huh. emphasis. You do. <laughs> <laughs> In Day Job Studios in beautiful Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Bobby Papen. This show has everything after dark. That's right. After the ladies' success last week, the convening of the coven on a Friday night, we're doing it again this week. Joining me, uh, trying not to fall asleep in the Michigan <laughs> studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Good evening, Meredith. I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> energy, energy, energy. Energy, energy, energy. <laughs> And in the last few boxes of cookies at Girl Scout Central Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good evening, Christy. Hello. How's the inventory? What's left? Um, I have 13 boxes of Tagalongs, 12 boxes of Samoas, and then some random tr- trefoils, trolfoils, whatever the shirt. Tr- I don't know how I to say it. I always think it. it's French. It's like trefoils. Trefoils. Tre- I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. But- I like them, but I don't know how to read them. I think I made a big mistake um, because Jeremy came in and looked at the Samoas and he said, can we just eat these? And I was like, oh, yeah, those are extra. Okay, well, goodbye, Samoas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodbye at $5 a box. You can start right? this tab. Yeah. Right? I know. <laughs> yeah. You just do, like, take do tick marks. Like, okay, this is how much you owe. Yeah. <laughs> and she couldn't help but talking before she was introduced from, <laughs> from John Boehner's Loose Lip Studios. <laughs> God, in Austin, it. Texas, it's Hillary the H-bomb, Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. Good evening. I said, God, I love him. Caveat, I don't agree with anything that he believes in at all. I just think he'd be fun to party with, but that's it. And he hates Ted Cruz as well. Um, hi there. How are you? Yeah, he's he's part of the 95% of America that hates Ted Cruz, and yet somehow he gets elected. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, as we were discussing before we started rolling, and Hillary, you and I, even earlier, he's now only the second worst orange menace of the last 50 years. <laughs> he just likes a good tan. Feels yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, go seek out the uh, selected clips from his audiobook if you haven't yet. That's worth a few minutes. Much like when I record on a Friday night, he is a little wine soaked. He <laughs> sounded very drunk. I mean, I know that's what his voice sounds like anyway, but like, woof. I know. Thank you. We've talked about this just enough for me to be able to Easter egg it now. So that's all I needed. (laughs) Uh, We're going to do a little bit of small talk, including an overwhelmingly uh, full mailbag, which we'll take some samples from. And then uh, for medium talk, a a special treat for everybody who's recovering from their vaccine shots, because we know all of you listening uh, believe in science and therefore are not going to be skeptical about getting your vaccine shots. We'll also do some Tishi recommends, some housekeeping and how to get involved with the show. Hillary, why don't you take us into our small talk? All right. Well, I'm actually just going to throw it back to you, Bobby. I liked how you phrased this <laughs> under yeah. the Tucson sun, which is really hard for me to say because I just I think of Diane Lane and, mm. you know, all of her, you know, fun I was times. thinking we were going to talk about that movie. <laughs> I was getting excited. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a decent rom-com. Diane Lane's always compelling. So, you know, there you go. Under the, the Tucson sun. The the, the TC <laughs> Cinema Road Trip Spectacular is due to get to Tucson in 2027. Yeah. And Tuscany, uh, 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 rather, uh, what is it now? I'm uh, 
it's uh, Tuscan. Yeah. Tuscan, yeah, right? Under yeah. the Tuscan, Tuscany sun would be ridiculous. <laughs> Under the Tuscan sun, uh, we'll get to Tuscany in like 2034. I know. The pace we're going. Can we actually just go there? I right? want to. Well, the CDC today says we can travel in the country, so it's I don't only. I think a, we should go, be going before. to Italy quite yeah. yet. I know. Right. I know. No. Fine. 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 Uh, we get little Italy in any major American. <laughs> oh, city. I we'll like the that. little Italy in New York, Boston, actually. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. never been. Yeah. Come on out. It's the North End. We'll all go. We'll we'll do pizza. There's a little bread bakery that's open every day of the year in a little back alley, and you, it's a whole thing. Yeah, come, come. We'll do our next okay. meet up here. Um, uh, Sam and I went to Tucson last weekend. Of course, um, uh, we are now both fully vaccinated. In fact, I got my second shot in Tucson, which just uh, was sort of happenstance. It was scheduled to be in Boston, and I was working on delaying it a couple of days because it worked out that it was right in the middle of our trip. And... Um, I was trying to rebook it and I was checking the CVS app and I just had this moment of maybe I should just check because Arizona is the kind of state where a lot of people don't want a vaccine. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say they probably shot you up a couple times. They were happy to. I got an appointment at a CVS for the exact day I was supposed to get it. And when I walked in, <laughs> there was no one there sad. and the nurses kept walking up being like, oh, no one in line. Hmm. That's crazy. Although oh I have God. heard that, that like if you really want um, a vaccination and you're in a, you know, a city which tends mm-hmm. to be more blue, you should look in a red area because they apparently have yep. oodles. Nobody of... wants them. <laughs> yeah. Somebody yep. I work with um, lives in New Mexico, but used to live in McKinney, Texas. And he yeah. said that people, a lot of his friends from Texas are coming up or a lot of his his friends in New Mexico are going down to Texas to get it because nobody in Texas wants it. I, when I would look at the HEB app, uh, sorry to derail you, Bobby, but when I would look at the mm-hmm. HEB app because they had a sign in and it would just refresh all the time where it was. And I, I expanded it pretty far out just to see, you know, where I could go. And there were so many in Odessa and Midland. I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to travel that far. I would rather travel <laughs> no. to like Louisiana or whatever. Like Nobody like, in California. Odessa is getting this vaccine. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I I don't feel bad because first I'd already gotten my no. first shot. And so, no, like, no, no, you know, no, that's no. just part of the massive yeah. system. And. And, you know, it was, it was there. Like, it was just, I just thought, no, hey, everyone needs to get it when they can get it. And honestly, yeah. this and is, the, the thing is, it's open, like in Texas now, it is open to everybody over 16, regardless of, you know, what your status mm-hmm. is. So I kind of, I'm like, just get it. I mean, I don't think you should knock over, you know, an elderly person to get it. But I think that <laughs> if they are available, get it. Yeah, I didn't knock over an elderly person to get the shot. I just did that after because I was just celebrating and I was yeah, running yeah. laps around the CVS. Yeah. Um, we were staying at the Graduate Hotel in Tucson, which was super nice, by the way, and I would recommend it to anyone, a rare deviation from my Marriott loyalty. Um, and we we're right next to the University of Arizona campus, and they were doing like mass vaccination for students. Nice. Oh, wow. cool. Because they're doing, they were already to 16 and up, I think. Um and so, yeah, it's not like I took somebody's only possible. Sh- I scheduled that appointment and I had my pick of the litter for the day. And so, yeah, I don't feel bad because there were just plenty. Wait, to could around. you pick which one you wanted to? Like, did the CVS have like all three varieties? No, the CVS oh. just, I mean, yeah, just had Pfizer and I was looking for Pfizer. So, oh, okay. I wonder, I mean, this isn't the podcast, but if I got my first one was Moderna, should I, could I get the Pfizer? I don't want they to. They want I'm just you saying. to get the same one. Same for both. Okay. Yeah. But would someone die? No. Like, maybe yeah. we should do a trial. No, but we don't know. <laughs> the reason they don't want you to do it is because they obviously haven't done those trials, because why the hell would they? Yeah. yeah right. um, so they don't know exactly what would happen. It would might just be that you don't have as good of immunity, but we don't know. That it's yet. like when you go to a college frat party and just dump it all in one big garbage <laughs> yeah. can and ladle out. 
Let me get one. <laughs> let me get one super super shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we went for a few days. Sam was going because she ran a half marathon through part of the national park there, um, and uh, it was a trying week because. And right, I've been on the show in two weeks, so I don't think I ever mentioned this, but Sam got rear-ended uh, and totaled our car. Uh, she didn't total the car. The other driver that totaled bit. That sounded car. really accusatory. <laughs> she yeah. totaled our car. So rude. Yeah, women drivers. Right? Oh, no, dear. Um, no, she she stopped at a crosswalk. Uh, she was the second car in line, stopped at a crosswalk. Car in front of her stopped. She stopped. The Subaru Forester behind her did not stop and uh, imprinted its license plate on the back bumper of the Corolla. It hit it so hard. Uh, however, she was fine and fine enough to run a half marathon after. So... Um, that's good. That's a relief. You know, and I know we talked mm-hmm. about whether or not to disclose that under the circumstances, but she's she's says she's absolutely fine. So um, she she ran that fine, and and now we're in the market for perhaps two cars because I may have some changes coming up where I'll need wheels again, and so uh, we're uh, dealing with all that. But t- Tucson was a nice break from dealing with all that. We sat by the pool on the roof, and you know, went out in the desert to the desert museum, uh, which is out there, which is great. We also went to an airplane museum where you can just walk around. You are such a dad without being a dad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the wait, 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 Bobby. Was it the one that's from camp? Yes, I mean, it was. Of? It is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. I'm so excited. I need to go. <laughs> so, well, here's the thing. You go did to you Tucson, go to the mall? And there are, that's on the movie. No, we did not no. go to the camp. Christy, you and I and our Tucson, like, we're like, let's go to the mall. <laughs> there are, there are two things. When you go to Tucson, everybody's like, oh, you're going out that way. You should definitely go to the Arizona Sonoran Desert Museum. And then the other way, it's like, oh, you should definitely go to the to the Airplane Boneyard Museum. Yep. And so, like, we did that. I feel, I feel like we were in Tucson for three and a half days and did Tucson. Like, I think we got the full experience. We had a nice lunch at, a like, a brew pub, outdoor distance seating uh, right next to the campus. And then the following night, found out that that little brew pub turns into like uh a college student orgy <laughs> like like it just the tables come out and the social distancing disappears and the masks are gone and it's, it's just like a the giant... peach pit after dark <laughs> yeah. COVID at night. we just watched half naked college students of of any and every gender uh grind up way. on each other <laughs> uh basically yeah and it was just like oh bathing suits are well we, we felt so old <laughs> like, yeah yeah we're sitting here but also like, it's a pandemic they shouldn't be yeah. touching each other <laughs> yes Idiots. and we're not, arizona we're looking at Jesus. these kids and we're like we're not judging them for their choices they're adults basically but we're just like, uh, well, we're judging him for the pandemic. Well, I would yes. not judging, judging them for the attire, but like, yeah. we mainly just felt very old. And and um, Arizona, most of Arizona does not recognize daylight saving time, and yeah. so Arizona is three hours behind the East Coast, but doesn't time shift its TV the way the West Coast does. So instead of going out partying on Saturday night, we got in bed and watched Saturday Night Live at 8.30 p.m. That's crazy. It's so crazy. I know. I just I'm have so to watch jealous it the next day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds like a lovely day. It is no. the first episode of SNL I've seen live in like six years. Because <laughs> so old. So that's, that was Tucson. It was lovely. We flew. We felt safe flying. Um, our layovers were fine. We wore our masks. We we feasted in the delta lounge mainly because most of the other restaurants in the concourses the airports were closed and um and just you know the humanity is still on full display at lax Ugh, um worst yuck. airport God, just uh, really so nasty airport. i hate, hate it airport. 
But hey. uh, overall, a, a good trip and uh, glad to be back. And then my vaccine will kick in in a week or two here. And then uh, Sam and I are going to Toledo at the end of this month. And we'll get to go see what Ohio is doing these days for another half marathon. She keeps running and I keep watching. It's a good setup. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather that. be on the watching yeah, end. Me too. <laughs> me too. Good job. Uh, You're doing so great. Yeah. yeah. And I, I couldn't even go to the finish line. I couldn't hold up signs. So um, all I could do is she had this app that I could track her on, and I could also type in messages, and they were supposed to read them to her through her earbuds. <laughs> and it didn't uh... work most of the time. So she didn't hear any of my supportive messages. But what she did hear is the word shuttlecock, <laughs> which I used to troll her because she refused to believe that it was the actual name of a little badminton bird <laughs> the first time I used it. Oh. Uh... Sweet nothings in her mm-hmm. ear. Exactly. Uh, Meredith, I, I think I wrote Meredith's Big Dig as that's a Boston reference, but um, I, I can't fully remember the reference. Oh, yeah. I was just trying to think if anything even remotely interesting has happened to me lately. And this is this barely counts. Um, so when I moved into this house, um, it's got a pretty decent sized front garden. There were some like giant bushes and then like in the middle and then on either side of my front door, there are these scraggly taller bushes that I was like, maybe they'll come back to life if like we take care of them. And we would like, all they did was kind of grow a little bit and then block the address so that like DoorDash could never find us. So it's like, this is stupid and I hate it. And every time I tried to plant something, I was digging through like two feet of wood chips. Yeah. Like it's such a weird <laughs> choice because wood chips are more expensive mm-hmm. than dirt. But whoever redid this house just filled it with wood chips, filled the garden bed with wood chips. So I had to dig down. I couldn't really get anything to grow. And I finally was just sick of it. So I called a landscaper and I was like, how much to just tear it out? Just get rid of everything and start over. And they were like $600. And I was like, deal. Because if so. I tried to do that, I would be in bed for like a month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like my arms would fall off mm-hmm. and my back would come out of my spine. Like it would just be terrible. So you and Marjorie Taylor Green yourself. Into- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Into it would just, that's, that's how I date up mulch. Yeah. Um, so I was very pleased with that as an option. And so they came, they were like, yeah, we'll be here between eight and nine on whatever day it was. And they were, I was shocked. Wow. <laughs> they actually amazing. Showed up. Did you get one of Ann's vendors? To yes. do it, for you? <laughs> it was amazing. And they were like, oh, it should take like an hour. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> this is great. And they, it did. And then it was $600 and it was like, wow, what a straightforward transaction. Um, and so now my whole, they put down new topsoil and I've ordered, lots and lots and lots of native plants and what I'm going to do is plant like a pollinator garden um so I had a little consultation with a friend of a friend who has who is starting her own landscaping business and she did she did like a historical um assessment of where my house is (laughs) and like what what yeah what the soil was before houses were there what you know of course taking into account the direction that my house faces and she put together like a whole map and a list of plants and where I should put them to have like everything kind of be symbiotic and to help the bees and the butterflies and the whatever's live good lives. So I'm very, I'm feeling very self-righteous about that. It's not done yet, obviously, because it's too early to plant stuff here because it snowed this morning. Oh, that's um, some bullshit. Yeah. But oh you know, within the next month or two, I will have a new garden and I'm really excited about it. And it, I was, I mentioned it on our planning show because I was like, or our planning call because I was like, surely something terrible is going to happen. And this is going to be a money pit. Like they're going to accidentally dig into my foundation and destroy <laughs> yeah. my house or something. But they didn't. It was amazing. So I'm just, it's a, it's a rare positive house update. I really, we really, really, well, our backyard is a nightmare, but we really, 
I'm I have do not have a green thumb. I love a nice looking yard, but don't care to actually spend time doing it or anything. But also landscaping is expensive, so I'm like trying to merge those thoughts together. And mm-hmm. um, I but like. I don't want to, you know, obviously the landscape here is completely different than in Michigan. And I really like, I want somebody to come out here and tell me what to plant. I don't mm-hmm. love the look of xeriscaping. Like it's not my favorite look. I don't hate it. It just is, I don't it know. It can look good, but it can also look pretty bleak. Yeah. And so I'm like, what will grow? Won't want what takes limited amount of water because water, you know, we go through yeah. droughts here and uh, whatever, what looks good. Like, help me. So yeah, I'm that, jealous. I, that that's I'm awesome. kind of clueless about that stuff, too. And I probably could have, like, researched for hours and tried to figure it out myself. But I was just like, whatever. This lady's starting a business. I'll help. <laughs> it was very inexpensive. <laughs> no, that's and very cool. I ran it by my sister-in-law, who does this for fun. Like, it's just one of her major hobbies. And she was like... <gasps> perfect perfect yes that's good all those plants are great like she was totally she was very okay good (laughs) yeah so I'm excited about it I don't know I've planted gardens before I did at my old house my first house in Michigan and that's still standing and it still looks good um one of the appeals I mean I you know to be a goody two shoes and save the bees and stuff but also the the benefit of that is that you don't have to water plants like this a lot you don't have to do a lot of maintenance because I also I like to have a nice looking garden but I am not going to be out there in 95 degree heat like Mm -mm. taking care I'm just not like that's just not me so this was kind of a low maintenance um, yeah solution too Meredith does she do other states I know we're like can we hire her (laughs) yeah will you ask her yeah Yeah. okay that'd be awesome she can can plug a a small business yeah because it is so interesting I mean when when Christy when any of you guys from Seattle talk about it it's like the things that I feel like it's just so different it's like moss Mm -hmm. and like blackberries or whatever are the things that y'all are dealing with (laughs) and it's so different you know ours is like just drought or lack of water yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just you know only water your lawn twice and not enough moisture right yeah yeah I know that like in Palm Springs, you have to like put whatever moisture into the air. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're like, I used to have to water my foundation in in Texas on purpose, which is so antithetical in Michigan. Like you spend so much money trying to keep water out. out. Get the water out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Same here. Uh, Hillary, I I, I don't know why I just said Hillary. Uh, Meredith, I know you're a big uh, sports fan. I know you're a big Detroit Mm -hmm. Tigers fan. So. I don't know if you saw the Miguel Cabrera home run in the snow yesterday. Wow. Uh, I heard about Friday, it so. actually. From you could just friend. be making up words, and I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> yeah. So I'll I put trust the you. clip in Twitter. Uh, I put the clip from Twitter into Slack for you if you want to see it. He hit a home run, and this first of all, it's beautiful. But second of all, the snow is so intense. He thought it hit the wall, so he actually slid into second base, not realizing it was a home run. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they had to tell him to get up and keep running. Michigan. So, yeah, this is this is um this is uh not it, it's kind of rare for it to snow this late, but it's not unheard of. Like I remember there being a severe severe ice storm one year um the second week of April, and I only know that because it was a friend's birthday, and that's why it sticks out in my mind. And so I I never feel like we're out of the woods until like the middle of April. That's I mean Dave would say when he was growing up, he was like the thing that would piss you off the most is. <sighs> The like you're like going through sixty degree weather or whatever in upper fifties and then all of a sudden it's like boom. Well, it was April like in the seventies mm-hmm. last week. It's yeah. cr- it's just it's stupid. Just stupid. It's just, yeah. yeah. I know. So Hillary, yes. uh, this was the transition I was reaching for when I didn't uh so when I said the wrong name a minute ago, which vaguely Eastern European name are you putting in the passport with that new picture? I know. I'm so excited. Um, I 
this was literally the only interesting thing that happened to me this week. Um, Dave potential Dave had told me um, he potentially. Okay, so his mom works for a law firm. She manages a law firm. She's not an attorney, but she's sort of the operations manager. And she goes and whatever helps other offices with their stuff. And so occasionally she'll go to Germany and help their Munich office. Um, and previously, and sadly, she would, she doesn't love to travel alone. So she would go with my father-in-law who passed away in, in June. And so she had brought it up. I think I might have to go to Germany sometime this summer. And Dave was like, Oh, you know, it's so hard for us here because we can't really help with a ton because, you know, we're just not physically in Boston. So he said, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go with you if, you know, if you want, I'll, I'll go with you to Germany. And I was like, yeah, that's good. You know, go help her out. And you know, you can whatever, go to the beer garden mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, anyway, but the one, my, my new year's resolution last year in 2020 was, oh, we have to renew our passports. Cause I knew they were coming up in 2020. And then of course, like the world shut down before I got to it. And I, I looked at some point and it said like, we, we are closed. Like unless you have to, unless you are, you know, you're, a healthcare worker or whatever, you're a journalist or something, you have to go somewhere and you need to get it renewed. Otherwise you're kind of fucked. So finally, you know, they said it's good and we could just renew ours because we're adults. The kids actually need to get theirs done soon ish. Cause their kids are only good for five years. The problem with kids ones, Christy knows this well mm-hmm. is that you can't renew them. You have to go to the passport office or some affiliate and both parents have to be there or you have to have a form signed from the other parent that says like, I'm not trying to steal this kid oh, and like and, and notarized yeah, not just signed yeah, but notarized, notarized. Like it's a whole so deal dumb. yeah it's super stupid so anyway we i because i'm the one that's better i love you dave i'm the one that's better at like forms and doing processes i mm-hmm. got it all together got everything together filled out all the paperwork it's pretty easy but it is you know it's a little bit time consuming um, I thought I was going to be really good and we were just going to go to the UT passport office, which is where we had gone before. And it was super easy, but, um, they had said on the website, like you, it opens at eight, but you should be in line at seven thirty to like, and I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Like we can get there at eight. We'll drop the kids off and we'll just go. We got there at about like eight ten, and there was, it wasn't a long line, but it was one of those lines that was like, nobody knows what's happening and people aren't really in line. They're just sort of scattered about Ugh. and nobody's looking at me in the eye to be like, do I take a number or like, what do I, you know, wh- what's going on here? I don't understand. So, and it was sort of a little bit rainy and I say cold. It was probably 60 degrees, but it was like kind of cold. I had straightened my hair for my passport photo. So I was like, it's like sprinkling on my hair. <laughs> so we were standing outside for a little bit and I said, you know what? We're just renewing. The only reason why I was doing this is because they know everything about the passport. Like they know, you know, and they'll mail it out and do everything. I said, you know what? All we really have to do is get um, our pictures taken. So we went to the UPS store by our house. And also Dave's has to be expedited because if, if it's in June, you know, they're saying it's taking about 10 weeks. So whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we went to um, the UPS store. The woman who took our pictures was great. She was awesome. I highly recommend her if you're in Austin. The <laughs> woman at the UPS store on William Cannon was fantastic. And she was like, okay, I'm sorry. You really can't smile, which actually I don't think is quite true. So I, in my picture, which I posted in various places, I look like a serial killer because I can't like not smile in pictures. Like it's Everybody not. Everybody looks like a serial killer I know, in their passport picture. Like, I do too. I look like a glum. <laughs> I like I, I'm getting arrested for espionage. Like it's really weird. It is. You're just like, uh, you know, and the light is on me. I'm, it is exacerbating every, you know, 
circle I have under my eyes, which I had put makeup on that day. I look kind of cute IRL, but in the passport picture, I did not. Dave looked fine in it because whatever. I mean, he's just like a dude. But um, anyway, so we got them off. But I am kind of excited. I don't know. I mean, with all the vaccine talk, again, I'm not traveling internationally. I just like to have it just in case I need to. Like, just in case. Like, how pissed would you be if they're like, okay, you get a free trip to when it's safe to Tahiti or something, you know, like you get to go stay mm-hmm. in one of those like huts on the water and you get like a butler service. It's all for free. You just need to have your passport ready. And you're like, I don't have a passport. Is there a swim up bar? Because otherwise I don't care. That's yeah. what all I want. That's me too. There, I know. Hillary, there's also, so Jeremy's um, identity got stolen. Oh. And is like, of course, Jeremy's like identity got stolen. Thing. I mean, I'm really sad for him, but that is like what it's would happen to Jeremy. So like, and we keep like finding, like peeling the onion of like oh, no. all the things God. that it's affected. But he cannot just go get his license oh! renewed because he has to call this certain place and they lift the hold. And then he has like one hour to get to the place. But because everything shut down here, oh. he can't do that. And so he has a one year expired license. Oh. Oh, no. And so he has to use his passport for everything. Oh. And so yeah. you have to like, that's another reason to have yeah. it because it's such a good ID. I, it for- is. And it kind of is a panacea for everything. I mean, it mm-hmm. definitely like any state issued ID. First you know? I don't use to, that word. Yeah, you can't say that anymore. I know. I know. I know. Second of all, it. can we just stop for a moment and, uh, Think about there being another Jeremy in the world. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, they got three three driver's licenses with his name. Jesus. Oh, what? And it's part of like this whole like they've they've tried to find it. And at one point we did have an address for them um, because they also tapped into our business and uh. got remember homes and homes jewelry to the stars <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they started a business and they spelled jewelry wrong and um we had an address Amazing. but it was just an empty lot in uh. federal way like god this feels like wow. well, this could be like a mini this could be like a netflix like true yeah. crime story or something yes. do you know yeah. how they got him no idea yeah, it should be four episodes, but we could definitely tease it out to ten. To ten. It's always yeah. ten, yeah. and it should yeah. be four. <laughs> and they tried to open credit cards in his name and, uh, like, all sorts of things. Poor and Luckily, everything stopped. The only thing that's weird is now. Oh, and also, um, this is going too far, but because <laughs> of all this weirdness with his ID and everything having blocks on it, um, he is trying to get a new bank account because we use Simple Credit Union, and they're closing, and, like, this whole ordeal – Every bank has declined him because it looks like he has shadiness. Oh, God. Yeah. That's actually one of it. You know, that's one of my big fears about um, being wrongfully accused of something. You're like, this wasn't me. This isn't me. Exactly. Uh, I don't care. I know. I know. Exactly. I I am the fugitive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Jeremy. Anyway, so uh, look at for me. Traveling internationally in, I don't know, 2022, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, next up is one more call for the for the book club. Uh, yeah, we we need, yeah, we need to have, we haven't picked something, but like we, right. we definitely need to narrow in on something. So any last minute pitches, we'll take them. Yeah, I think by, by Tuesday, our goal is to pick a book. 
and then announced it shortly thereafter. So I think we're pretty close, but yeah, yeah. but yeah. we mm-hmm. still are taking submissions. And if it's not like we're just going to read one book, so yeah, you know, well, we'll I keep mean, the list. Not. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Reading's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, get those in. And finally, um, small biz plugs. Uh, Bobby, I assume or Meredith, I can't remember which one of you guys mentioned this. Oh, it was my, it was an idea I had instead of an Amazon thing, because fuck Jeff Bezos forever now. um, Why don't we highlight a small business every week? Um, It could be an online one. It could be like something local to to us, although that would be less applicable (laughs) to everybody else. Mm. Um, So I don't know. It's just something to think about. And if you have a small business that you want us to plug on our show, we'll do it. Drop us a line. Let us know. Yeah. We're too lazy like to it. sell advertising, but we'll simply we'll do, do it, it for, for free. free. Yeah. <laughs> and minor, get at us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right, on to the mailbag. Uh, we asked you all for your pettiest grievances, and um, boy, did you answer. Um, <laughs> go to the Facebook page, please, of the group, rather. This show has everything, and go see them all because there are lots. And in fact, I would say even more than normal, the sub-threads on people's grievances this week were spectacular. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, as people are now saying, chef's kiss. Um, we'll highlight a few of them here. Know that we love all of you. Uh, and if we're not reading yours, it's for one of two reasons. One, just time. Uh, there are so many of them, and they're all quite involved in many cases. Um And the other thing is not all of them were pettiest. Some of your grievances are incredibly valid. And in that case, I mean, you have every right to be frustrated, but they're not petty. So uh, like me and Hillary, you followed our. (laughs) We tried to highlight some of the pettier ones since, you know, petty was what we were going for here. First, uh, from the email inbox from Rachel, uh, she wrote two, and the first one instantly sparked conversation among uh, the uh, the coven here. Getting my purse hooked on doorknobs or uh, handles mm, so uh, that it jerks me back. That would happen on the bus. Like, my backpack would get stuck in the mm-hmm. thing, and I'd have to... And now I'm anxious because the, the, the doors are going to close, and you have to run out. And then I saw Meredith's comment about the headphones. Oh, my God. Yes. So much. Yeah. Yes. Rip out of my ear. Yeah, I used to have those kind of drawer pulls that had, you know, mm-hmm. like the modern ones where there's a little edge where yes. it's like, I don't know yeah. how to describe yeah. that. Um, but it was just prime for catching a headphone cord from a phone that was in my pocket. And yep. it would either pull the headphones out of my ears and or drop my phone, phone on the floor. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Great. I know AirPods plus a fanny pack is life. Mm, that's the way <laughs> I don't know if I can cross the fanny pack line but uh i have pockets i as a you man don't know i until you try oh yeah you have real have pockets, pockets right? deep so pockets just, yeah patriarchy that's one of the biggest <laughs> yeah, things that's that... bullshit. <laughs> look if it were up to me you would all have pockets yeah, I, I know i'm not a tailor i don't know what to tell you uh rachel also writes when i worked as a barista people would pick up the wrong drink when i would call it out and parenthetically adds this was before the idea of writing names on them Theirs could be a 24-ounce latte, and they would try to walk off with the small coffee. I think the problem would really be the other way around. Yeah. um, Yeah. This, that problem of, like, uh, it goes, it, like, ties in with Will's because people crowd, Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And, like, you just ordered. Why why do you think your drink is is next? next. And they grab, (laughs) and especially now in, like, pandemic, I don't want someone touching my cup. No. Like, it already has enough touching with the... 
the person that works there. I yeah. don't need more yeah. strangers picking it up and then turning it around to read the, the, the stuff name. and like and not getting it like oh well I know this isn't my name and they they said Samantha but my name's Brian and I still <laughs> am picking it up to like read what's in it like oh no this oh sorry no it is frustrating <laughs> Brian's causing me a lot of a lot of strife at home right now yes yeah. oh, fucking Brian <laughs> always taking Sam's coffee yeah it's a Brian or a Todd that's all oh, yep. oh <laughs> fucking Todd and Chad oh Chad <laughs> Yeah. Uh, on to some of the Facebook uh, thread responses. As previously addressed on this show many times, drivers are terrible. People in movie theaters are terrible. And insurance, or as Hillary would say in Texas, insurance <laughs> is a scam. <laughs> so I, we're going to gloss over some of those topics here. But uh, Kalina was quick with her feedback and had a whole little list. And I liked that she wrote cracks knuckles before she started. Mm-hmm. Getting started. Uh, she writes, people who don't pull up all the way in a drive through making it so that the person behind them can't get to the speaker, oh. I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, inspo is not an abbreviation for inspiration. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. Uh, Kalina, next time, this needs to be a voicemail because I can feel your voice coming through this. Uh, people who drop paper clips on the floor for the janitor to pick up. Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get that for you. That's so rude. That's so rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who open a glass door by pushing on it with their greasy hand instead of using the handle, you're a monster. That. Janitor, why do people grates. do that? Yeah, that's nasty. Mm-hmm. And then she simply writes, "People who walk slow, in general." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. totally, totally agree. Uh, listener Anne uh, posted a picture with hers, which you need to go see in the Facebook group at the show. Is everything? Her leading answer, my five. Uh, and of course, that's the TBTL term for her child, did not win in his age category with this costume. He was bumped by the son of a prominent business owner who had a store-bought Buzz Lightyear costume. <laughs> Bullshit. And then in parentheses, she writes, a petty coda, the design team of my 11 and my 5, went on to win three years in a row. Then she also adds, please note that my child will be 22 in May. <laughs> that is an adorable costume. It's a little boy really in a cute. Play-Doh Yeah, no, can. it's really cute. Yeah, pretty great. Kristen commented on that and wrote, die mad about it. That's my personal motto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I should have I should have highlighted Kristen's here. Kristen actually commented on hers, uh, added hers right after that. And she wrote, I'm no longer friends with someone because she wouldn't share any of her craft macaroni and cheese with me when I went to visit her in London. I mean, fair. It's rude. It's remarkable. And Kristen actually added uh, a long uh, backstory that that compounds why this person should not be a friend in her yeah, comments. Yeah, that person so sucks. Worth you made going the right choice. Yeah, it's actually much deeper than the, the macaroni and cheese, but that's a that's a salmon-colored flag right there, the macaroni and cheese. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edward writes, people who can't be bothered to load a dishwasher properly. I know, Christy, you had a lot of feedback on that one. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I do. Well, we, yeah, I... I mean, do you want me to talk about it? Well, like, I mean, it's a petty grievance. It I've, seems like this I've is the time. Said, I had pic- I've had pictures because I'm like, really, these people I live with are just stacking bowls on top of each uh. other and putting them in, or like bowls up, bowls up. up. Mm-hmm. Yep, Elliot's new job is to is to load the dishwasher, which like usually means I redo it. Let's let's be honest, but I'm trying to make her responsible. But I mean, sometimes it's just like a plate like thrown in there on the bottom. Like what? How is That's that not work? how dishes. And but really um what gets me and w- w- there was an offshoot topic about this is 
that utensils should always be business side down. Yes. Because otherwise, when you're taking them out, your dirty hands are touching clean dishes. Yeah. That's guys, gross. I have, I have a problem with this because my dishwasher is designed such that I cannot do that. Oh. The what? basket has... Um, rip the basket out. You got to rip it out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy a new dishwasher, Meredith. Okay. No. It's just done. Hillary, I'll have you uh, choose <laughs> yes, my I will, dishwasher. I will, I will tell you which one to I don't have a choice. They have to go stem down, which I've never stabbed myself because I know what a, I know that they're mm-hmm. all going to be pointy and up. And I grab them by like the the thing is low the enough thing. that I can grab them by the neck. I don't have to touch the business end of it <laughs> with my hands. Are we going to keep using the term business end? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the it, there. That's a line in Hamilton, by the way. Sorry, what what the what business end it? of the bayonet? Oh yeah, like don't touch the business end of the bayonet. Sorry. Oh yep. <laughs> I just have to make a note so that I remember to put business end into the show description somewhere. Uh, Joseph had a nice list of gripes, but I'm actually going to highlight one of the ones that I think is an example of not a petty gripe. Uh, He writes, I'm a former smoker and I have an extremely heightened sense of smell and then goes on to explain that he's a delivery driver and people often uh, huddle under the small awnings of, you know, back entrances and delivery doors for smoking shelter and how that is gross and disgusting. And yeah, that's not petty. Smoking Mm -mm. is disgusting. Smells terrible. I love smoking, but uh, it does smell disgusting. I'm I'm going to just cut that little. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm on my walks, I'm like, something's smoking here. This is gross. Like I I just, when you're like out of the pocket of doing it, you're like. I'm genuinely surprised when I notice people smoking. I'm like, really? You're. you're doing this and i will still i still have a cigarette now and then (laughs) yeah i know but it is when you're kind of out of that like you know world of doing it you're just kind of like whoa that is a shocking smell which is so funny because i feel like as kids you know we all grew up in the 80s and 90s and smoking was just a thing you know and it was so so much more everywhere oh everywhere everywhere. Yeah. yeah Uh, Will says gate lice, the people who crowd around the gate at the airport before it's their turn to board. I love that description so much. Mm -hmm. That's the perfect description. The only time that I have gotten a uh, COVID test was after my experience in the national airport where everybody was nose out huddled together like because everybody was eager to get on this flight and everybody's just kind of like jockeying to get in. And I'm like, oh my God, it was the only time I'm obviously I've been scared during COVID, but like. This was the only time that I was like, the, the COVID virus is entering my veins right now, and I can feel it. <laughs> you could feel it. Are, yes, yeah. these people are disgusting. So I went home and three days later got a test, and luckily I was negative, but ugh. I've always been kind of a germophobe, and when I was flying twice a week, I was always the guy who was like... Wiping it down. Wiping down my seat and stuff. Yeah. And I then was doing that too. And started yeah. doing it, I was like, ha, ah, welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listener Sam, not my Sam... She would never listen to the show, thank God. Uh, listener Sam writes, donuts are a dessert food, but society dictates that they are a breakfast food. I want donuts after dinner, but donut shops are closed in the evening. I'm not going to ruin my whole day by eating donuts in the morning, then sugar crashing. Mm-hmm. Eating donuts after dinner, then sleeping off the crash makes more sense. Totally yep. makes sense. I agree. Yep. That was extremely well written, too. Yes. I, I enjoyed You just that have argument. to pre-plan that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, listener Amanda has another one that uh, I think is not petty. She says, uh, my credit union ATM swallowed a 320 cash deposit and did not credit my account. No. And then goes on to Ever? explain that this has been going on for weeks now and she's still working on it. God. That's mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah. That's she not petty. acknowledges Mm-mm. that it's not so petty. Uh, Bet's in here. Lane Daniel. 
uh, Frizzell from the grave came back with one about the word asterisk. Mm, uh, there we go. Go, go check out the group. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Anne Louise, my employer starting... Uh, I like this one because this is really just an envy petty thing. Anne Louise says, my employer started offering parental leave after I was done having kids. Uh, the petty part is that I'm not jealous of my friends having a third kid who experienced the old system, but I'm extremely jealous of people having their first kid and getting months of parental yeah. leave on top of their sick yes, leave. I yeah. hear that. Mm-hmm. Dave, um, I just quit my job after my uh three months but uh that i got paid like whatever 50 percent on for six weeks um but dave so i had bridget on a oh shit she's gonna kill me on a tuesday and dave was back at work on monday so that was his parental leave for that and he was there wow. i mean and he but like it wasn't like he was like some 50s dad was like well, i gotta go back to work but he just had to go back to work because yeah. that was what he had I feel like what what I'm excited for is to have a petty grievance that um, people are getting their call their student loans paid off. Oh, yes. yes, and I already did, and so I <laughs> want that petty grievance. <laughs> and like you're not see, this is the difference between you and like assholes is that you're gonna be like, Ugh, but you're not gonna say like, no, well, I didn't it shouldn't have to, happen. Yeah, you're just yeah. gonna be annoyed yeah. that it didn't no. happen for you. But like, it's, it's not. It's like boomers of that have voted against infrastructure. <laughs> yes. like, I'll be dead by the time it comes. <laughs> I've been paying off my student loans for over ten years, and I've just started mm-hmm. to crack the interest. Oh, just, God. Yep. it's so gross. Uh, we paid off most of ours after we sold most of mine after we sold the Rhode Island house because yeah. we, we cleaned yeah. up a little bit there. I still have like seven or eight thousand dollars. And you went to a public school, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's got the lowest level interest. And so we figured we'll just keep picking and because I was on extended graduation before I paid off a bunch, I'm paying like twenty dollars a month or so. Of course I'm not paying anything mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But uh that that I'm leaving there, and just in case student loan gets you know wiped out, you're like just yeah. in case. Well, I be remember, my little bonus. I remember hearing Michelle Obama talk after they were uh, right after, like in 2008, right after they were he was elected, and she was like, "Oh yeah, we like just finished like five years ago paying off our you know various debts." I mean, they both mm-hmm. went to law school and and college, but it's like that's crazy. They were like deep into their 40s and like very successful people, and they just finished paying off their debt. Yeah, grad school is the majority of that yeah of course um and i probably like could have attacked it harder but my financial advisor is like she doesn't even want to talk about them she's like forget it just invest more i don't care about your student loans i'm like okay (laughs) uh and then i'll just add mine um i thought of a couple uh that came up this week the first is i get a haircut uh yesterday and the first time i wash my hair after i get a haircut and i have slowly been adding more shampoo every time as my hair grows a little bit and a little bit and then I forget and I put way too oh. much shampoo in my hand. Ooh. And then try I, being a lady. Mm. Yeah. Right. So I waste like two thirds of a yeah. dose of shampoo because I don't need as nearly as much as I used that first time. Um, so that's a very petty grievance for after I get a haircut. And then also I bit the like sort of bottom uh, like an underside part of my tongue a couple of days ago yeah. in the weirdest possible way. And I'm not sure if I'm just supposed to immobilize it for like two days or what, but it's still bothering me because I'm an idiot. So my petty grievance is that I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up. Uh, breaking news. Sorry, guys. I was a little distracted. Bridget came home from softball and she got the game ball because she hit a home run. Woo! 
But was it snowing? No, it was yeah. not snowing. <laughs> yes, it was not. It was, it's, uh, you know, a frigid 72 degrees. So it's oh, tough stuff. Gross. But <laughs> well, we can't, we can't lament too much since you guys did freeze over like a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuckers. Uh, and before we move on to Medium Talk, we also have a voicemail. Uh, somebody actually emailed us a voice memo like we beg you all to do all the Yay. time. And by the way, you can send those voice memos to Tishi at 10710.com. This voice memo is from listener Justina. Hi, Tishiers. It's Justina. Petty, I can do. I can do petty. Let's see. My mother-in-law. She is a genuinely lovely person who is happy that I am married to her son and has uh, been a really nice person the whole time I've known her. And she's got one little quirk that really drives me nuts, and that is she doesn't she doesn't remember anything that someone tells her that isn't one of her Russian girlfriends. So there's things like the Thanksgiving turkey. Years ago, I switched over to getting, uh, you know, fresh turkey, um, farm-raised, all that stuff. And, you know, we talked about it that year, and we've talked about it every year since at at Thanksgiving, but you know, like maybe five years later, she tells me about this guy who's got turkeys that he's selling off of a truck and they're farm raised and fresh and, and just have to call this weird person to set this up. And I'm buying this from like a farm store. So I'm like, uh, is there anything wrong with the turkeys that I've been getting? Because I've been doing that for years and we've talked about it. <sighs> just drives me nuts. Anyway, it's petty, but it really drives me crazy. <laughs> Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Russians. Right, just like your passport <laughs> photo. Yep. It's me. I'm Can Olga. I call you like Tatiana or yes, something? Yes, yeah. please. Okay. Please. Just absolutely create a full alter ego for you. You can come on the show as her some week. Yet. <laughs> that's all you're gonna say it's the only <laughs> yeah that's a Russian Anastasia <laughs> that's my name that's a good uh, name. I like so, it yeah uh, I, I, I listen to the Dan Levitard show a lot and they do what they call limited fake impressions where it is just people calling in and doing like one word of a celebrity <laughs> that's it that's your that's your limited fake Russian assassin yes, I like exactly. it yep. uh, thank you Justina for yes. sharing with us <laughs> Uh, all right, let's head on to uh, medium talk, Meredith, with a hat tip to Gregory. Yeah, yes. I've got to give him credit for this. So this topic came out of the fact that he got his first vaccine on Saturday, this past Saturday. Um, FEMA opened up a vaccine, like a mass vaccination center at Ford Field, which is where I understand football is played. And um, not particularly well, if it counts for anything. Yeah, that's what I, I hear that as well. Um but this was, so I drove him down there because we had to get him fitted for his suit, um, which was also a fun experience. Um, check out uh, Hot Sam's in Detroit if you want to see some amazing hats, by the way. Um, so we were down there and he had made an appointment and I think he's eligible because of diabetes. Um, I can't yeah. remember if it's like 
I've, I stopped paying attention to the eligibility requirements as soon as he got his appointment. So I don't know where, where they are right now. Um, but he, I wasn't able to go in, which I was kind of bummed about because I wanted to see how it operated. But I dropped him off. I had to wait outside for him. And then he kind of felt cruddy. Um, yep the the whole weekend he felt and it, for his first shot I, I kept being like oh it's no big deal it's your first one you'll be fine and he did kind of just feel junky and tired um you know was thinking like man I I this is like a sick day I, I have a sick weekend and then he was thinking about sick days and he's like that would be a fun show topic is what's your perfect sick day because mm-hmm. hopefully we're all going to have a planned sick day or two in our futures right? Or have had them. Mm -hmm. And so we were thinking about like, what are the fun, uh, what would you do on your perfect sick day? And then we also all have, I think, some fond childhood memories, or maybe not so fond childhood memories of sick days. So that is our topic for today. I love it. Uh, We all, Mm -hmm. as soon as Meredith slash Gregory said it, we were like, yes, yes, great. (laughs) This is great. So the questions are, as an adult, what would you watch, eat and do? Um, and so I guess left to right, Bobby, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, this was interesting. And then we also have a secondary category, which is our childhood memories yeah. of school sick days. But we can do the adult ones here. Watch is an interesting one because I so rarely turn on TV. TV is no friend of mine. No, um, <laughs> I, I just don't I don't pursue television that often. And like we watch a lot of TV as background noise in the house. So. If I'm home alone and feeling crappy, I will probably nowadays just throw on like some mid-season Bob's Burgers because it's one of those shows that you can just sort of let it go to the point where Netflix or Hulu ask if you're still watching. Mm -hmm. And like it's it's sort of, you know, you don't there's you certainly don't have to follow a plot. You can just uh, get the one liners as they come. Um, or just catch up on my podcast queue. Like I have a lot of podcasts in my queue that I don't get to every week and then I save the last couple in case I have to drive some long distance or something and probably just let them roll in the background. But for the most part, I'm just checking out. Am I, should I go all the way down my column here and describe my day? Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's all just background noise while I'm just sort of intermittently napping. Um, We have an incredible bed as I believe I've discussed here before. So like, I'm probably going to be in bed or in my incredible old man chair. Um, (laughs) One of my favorite prized possessions all day. Um, My go-to foods when I'm sick are tortilla chips, not dipped in anything which is like my version of weird. crackers. I know it's weird. Um, I just like they're salty and crunchy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ginger ale, always ginger ale. And that that goes back to my childhood memories too. And then um, scrambled eggs. Like that's the one thing that I'll make myself whenever I don't feel well. And that's something else I picked up from mm. my mother. But like scrambled eggs are A1 sick people food. Do you add cheese to it when you're feeling sick? Because that's like the best way i mean yeah, yeah. i can't no, have scrambled eggs I, that without, is the like, best cheese way to have them but that sounds way too heavy for yeah, me if i was exactly. sick. right yeah no yeah no cheese while i'm sick che- cheese while i'm healthy cheese the other morning when cheese all to work other times yeah. yeah exactly che- basically yeah. just cheese whenever otherwise but uh and then the other thing is i love a good long shower oh and like me too i could shower all day every day and me so like, if i am homesick i will probably just shower and then i might do long well, not now in the apartment because i have to go down to the basement but like when we were at the house i would sort of do laundry or something because laundry is one of those things that takes several hours but you don't really have to do anything for more than like five minutes and so i can feel like i accomplished a long-range task even though it takes very little work mm-hmm. yep. uh, but yeah naps showers and snacking on bland food that sounds really nice it does yeah, yeah. it does um, okay, so mine, 
Um, I had to think kind of hard about what to watch because we have kind of a, a rotation of shows that we go through when we're watching together. But if I'm watching by myself, like if he's got a meeting for school or he's busy or whatever, I will usually turn on Great British Bake Off Masterclass, which is um, uh, the two hosts, you know, going through and, and showing you how to do it right. And there it, it intersperses with clips from the show where they're doing it wrong. <laughs> and it's sort of satisfying. Um, and it's just, it's also one of those like kind of peaceful things that you could just have on in the background while you doze or whatever. Um, and so that's probably what I would watch. Um, and depending on what kind of sick I am, that very much like yes. dictates what I want to eat. Cause if I have some sort of stomach bug, which is actually really, really rare, I almost never do, but then it's it's like applesauce and mm. saltines. What is that? Um, What's the acronym? It's uh, right. Brat. Brat. Or, oh, brat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bananas, rice, bananas, rice, applesauce, applesauce toast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ew. Though banana. Oh, that's the last thing I want. When I'm not, I don't well, want a banana when I'm feeling okay. I think the purpose of that is Potassium. electrolytes. Yeah. Potassium. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't like bananas. It's because my mom always made us eat bananas <laughs> when we were sick. So now I associate I have it. no problem with bananas. I actually like bananas. Um, and they are, I was taught that my dad gets hangry um, really easily. And he figured out pretty early on that if he was feeling grumpy and he couldn't figure out why, he would just have a banana and it would go away. <laughs> nice. Yep. So it's always been like a, a quick fix food for me. Um, plus it's like comes in its own package and it's easy and it's sitting on the counter so I don't have to do anything. So, um, but if I have a cold or something, I just want soup. I want like chicken soup. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to do, probably not much. If I'm genuinely sick, I'm probably just going to lay in bed, but I will either force myself to get up and do some chores or continue to just feel really guilty for not doing chores. Ugh, because that's the I, worst. Yeah. Well, cause if I don't do them, they don't get done. Don't so, um, that's probably, you know, laundry is definitely a doable thing. If I'm able to like get up, I have three flights of stairs to go through for that. But, um, you know, if I can handle it, then I'll, yeah, I'll do something dumb like laundry or the dishwasher. Meredith, I was laughing because on the show sheet you wrote you wrote soup if cold, and I was like so gazpacho oh, cold soup. <laughs> I was trying to stay within the lines and not make it. Um, I know, I know. I, know. But I was like, literally, text. you're eating gazpacho. Is that what like, you're eating? I actually don't like gazpacho. I think I it's either. like eating salsa. With salsa. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's gross. Um, <laughs> so that's yeah. That's probably my, that's my ideal or yeah. maybe not ideal, but like definitely realistic sick day. Yep. Um, okay. Mine is similar. I mean, I feel like with all of ours, it's like, it's, so I always talk about, especially when I would call in sick, I don't do that anymore, but in my twenties when I would call in sick, um, at the beginning of the day, I would start off with all of this hope, like, oh my God, it's going to be so amazing. I'm going to do nothing and it's going to be amazing. And then by three o'clock, I'm like, Ugh. like I need to, mm-hmm. you know, I start having those, it's almost like the Sunday scaries where you start yep. feeling sort of guilty and mm-hmm. like, oh God, I've got all this like, stuff oh, I, I put off. I didn't do anything. But ideally, um, nobody, by the way, nobody else is making me feel guilty. It's like my own, you know, personal. Oh yeah, me too. Self. Um, I, Truly, like Bobby said, I re- I want to take a long shower, long, really hot shower, then go lay in bed. I got a new TV, so it's perfectly perched where I can just lay in bed and watch my bullshit. And I I either I want to either watch a marathon of something I've already seen, like I love the Real Housewives of New York specifically. If that's on, I'm like, yes, this is like you know a salve for my soul. I also liked as previously discussed, I love watching old movies, so like either 
an old movie, like a you know classic movie or just a movie I've seen 1,000 times. Like, for instance, the dichotomy of me last weekend, I watched both North by Northwest, which is a, one of – it's my favorite, like, quote-unquote good movie – or and I also watched Serendipity, which is a trash movie, but like I, it's a fun one though. It is, and it like yeah. comforts my soul, like because both of those I kind of know what's going to happen. They're good to me and for different reasons. But watching that, the last time I got really sick, I don't think it was COVID, but it was in January or February of 2020. I got really sick, and I went and even got tested for the flu, and they were like, "It's not flu. You just have a virus." And I just felt really bad for a couple of days. And that's when I watched all of Shit's Creek. And that's sort of a perfect... I mean, it was frustrating because I, I had to pay attention because I'd never seen it before. But it was also... That's such a comforting show to watch. You know, it's like... It's so good-hearted. And the episodes are quick. You can kind of fall asleep in one and then wake up and be like, oh, okay, I still kind of know what's going on. But that's sort of my... Like the laying in bed and just being a remote person i i also we don't have cable anymore so i'm we have sling but we don't have just like i i don't generally just you know go through i used to do hgtv a lot but i don't really do that anymore so it's just finding something that either soothes me or i can marathon um and i feel like my my diet as far as like my sick diet is really saltines and diet seven up that is it i I was talking about this before the show. I like the feeling when I go to a movie theater of putting a bunch of popcorn in my mouth and drinking a Diet Coke and feeling it like melt away <laughs> in my mouth, which is disgusting. But I also like to do that with saltines. Obviously, I'm not going to drink a Diet Coke when I'm feeling kind of sick, but I'll drink a Diet 7-Up or ginger ale, but usually it's Diet 7-Up. And I like to feel it like burn in my mouth, but also melt the saltines away. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> um and then as far as doing, I mean, I'm, I feel the same way. I literally will do nothing. And then, like I said, at three o'clock, I'll start to feel like oh, I should do something. And Dave is always like, no, you don't have to do anything. But he he definitely um, therapizes. I don't know. He's like my counselor in some ways where he's like, I know that you feel guilty because if I was sitting here doing nothing, you would be frustrated by me. So then you feel guilty because you're not doing anything, but it's okay. You cannot do anything. And I'm like, but uh, similarly, I'm like, but nothing's going to get done. Then it's just going to like all be waiting for me. So anyway, it's like the guilt you feel when you take a day off work and you're like, this is just going to make the next day harder. Suck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I don't know, but I do, I do sometimes, you know, as, as a mom, but like just as a Mm -hmm. human being, sometimes I do sort of fantasize a little bit about the like minor car wreck that has to put me in the hospital for whatever reason. And I'm like, it's fine. Or that just, well, I just said today I need to go into one of those rich people just need some rest (laughs) rehab centers just for like a month. (laughs) Just exhaustion. Just get addicted to something so you can something something. work. Uh, workaholics sometimes they say they are like yeah. oh, I just, just need- exhausted sure. Christy's just going to have her humors adjusted <laughs> yep. exactly exactly no but uh, I know I was thinking the other day well, I mean I, uh, I we haven't talked about it but I got a shot uh, last week and I didn't feel the first um, the second day I didn't feel like 100% but I was fine I was just sort of tired more than anything I mean I felt like a little bit down but not enough to do anything big about it but my next shot is is in a couple weeks and I have it's on Thursday I took Friday off because I was like well that'll be good I can take Friday Mm -hmm. off and then just have that long weekend to kind of get into the groove 
I only felt a little nauseous uh, late that night, but I was also on vacation and ate so much crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're like, which is which? It was really hard to tell if it was just overindulgence or, or the vaccine. So. <laughs> yeah. As I've you know. mentioned, my my second vaccine was the day before inauguration day, so that was right. like that was my mm-hmm. actual sick day, um, and that was wonderful. Although that's not really my ideal. Like, there's not usually an inauguration on TV the next day, so. Um, but that was a really nice thing to just lay in bed because there's all day news, um, and there was so much to talk about and see that that was a really fun way to spend that crappy day. Christy, yep, my turn. Okay, so. In this scenario, am I actually sick? Yeah. Or did I just call in sick? No, I think you're. This you're actually sick. Yeah, you okay. have to actually be sick because I mean, call in sick is like that's it's like yeah. Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. You're like yeah, yes! Target and yeah, <laughs> running away um, from a no. You actually don't muster. feel yeah. You actually don't okay. feel good. Okay, so I would probably, for the same reason as you, Meredith, um, watch movies because Jeremy cannot hand like he cannot sit still for movies, um, and he doesn't like anything that's not a documentary. So I just watch all movies by myself. Or if Netflix is serving me something that seems like I can just watch ten episodes back to back, yeah, that I'll watch that. Yeah, um, I will eat saltines with butter and. Lipton extra noodle soup. Mm, Have you guys had this? Mm-hmm. It's so, it's just like a salt lick. And that's what my mom gave me. So it like feels comfort food or whatever. And then if I have a sore throat, I'll eat Haagen-Dazs sorbet. Ooh, usually yeah. raspberry. Oh, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. And then if I have a stomach ache, just usually sugar-free blue Gatorade. I don't know what flavor that is, but it's blue and sugar-free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and super cold water. And, and same thing, I j- always take a shower, maybe a longer one, and then put on pajamas and get back into bed. Yes. I do that also when I call in sick and it's fake. The key, I know, because you're like, uh, I am sick. The key is to get to the end of the day and be like, I've been wearing pajamas all day long. And this is like, I feel both gross and great. Oh, I do that but all the now, time now that I work I know, home. I was going to say now it it's different remarkable. because we all are wearing pajamas all the time. But it did feel lo- luxurious yeah. before, right? Yeah. Okay, I think we should move on to kid memories. Bobby, you want to okay. start us over? Uh, sure. So uh, still ginger ale. Um, that was always a, a staple in the house uh, for sick days. Also, and this is disgusting, but actually this ties is so random. The, the salt lick thing. And actually, Christy, those um, the packets, like the dried packets of uh, Lipton noodle soup. Yep, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. When I was when I got my first job at the Buffalo Philharmonic and I was 19, I was 19 or 20 years old. It was sophomore year of college. Um, and I was as poor as I would ever be, I think, and hopefully will ever be as an adult. I mean, I was really on the edge of borderline really broke. Um, I would go into the office and they had free coffee, right? Just a pot, you know, one of those bun size professional coffee makers, and they also had those soup packets out. And I probably ate that soup like every day I was there, two or three <laughs> packets of it. Because it was just like it was a free meal. Anything you could yep. make with the hot mm-hmm. water bubbler. Um, I ate so much of that. Cu- and I hadn't grown up with it, but I ate so much of that soup. Uh, and then, yeah, if anybody had candy or leftover pizza or pastries from a meeting or from a reception, that was. But that's what I think of when I think of that soup. When I was a kid, we would buy bullion cubes. 
in like the little canisters of chicken or beef bouillon, usually chicken. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we always had them in the house. Like it wasn't that we were buying, we also ramen noodles, but like we would just have bouillon cubes. And if I was not feeling well, I would take, I don't know who showed me this, one of those bouillon cubes, put it in a mug full of water, microwave it for like 60 seconds and then kind of mash up the cube and stir it up and then drink it like chicken broth. Yeah. But yeah, way it's saltier. Like, it's like miso, yeah. sort of. A little sort bit. of. Yeah, kind it's of. the yeah. trashiest yeah. miso. <laughs> <laughs> I think I accidentally ate a bouillon cube because I was like, mm, these look tasty, <laughs> right. like a little snack when I was a kid. Because for some reason, we also had them. Not like my mom was making a ton of soup. <laughs> right. That's for what whatever account. reason. I can't remember what application of it. Exactly. Just... Maybe, maybe it was like a Thanksgiving, you make gravy or something. I don't know, but we had them. And I took a bite and I was like, holy shit, this is the worst thing I've ever had. <laughs> I buy the um the powdered bouillon the but not the cubes i buy the loose powder that you can spoon out of because the loosies. To... Yeah. <laughs> yeah and now also yeah. it dissolves easier that little right. cube was like a impossible jelly. there was always yeah. a little chunk left at the end it's so bad yeah. i have been buying those you know those cardboard things of broth for so long and taking up half my cabinet space with it and gregory mm-hmm. recently was like hey, have you ever heard of this better than bouillon stuff? And I was like, what is that? Because we didn't have bouillon cubes when I was growing up. I don't know why. It was just never... Mm. I think my mom made her own broth usually. Um, But I've been using the better than bouillon stuff and I got I found some at Costco and it's so easy I I have an electric kettle so I just boil some water I mix it up in a Pyrex thing and then boom you've got broth and I don't have to take up all my room in my cupboard it's it's amazing boom you've got broth (laughs) (laughs) show title Uh, Uh, and we do that like I said now but or I'll use it like if I'm using chicken stock and then I'll add some of the chicken uh, bouillon powder to it to make like supercharged chicken mm-hmm. stock. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, that's uh, nice because you can control how salty it is. And I want things to be very salty yep, all the time. Exactly. So. Yeah. It's great. This is, uh, we're all just here to give Dr. Rob as much work as possible. <laughs> uh, so hey, I have all- low blood pressure, so I'm allowed. <laughs> yep. Uh, all of that. And then, of course, I think this was nearly universal. And it was one of the things that got us started talking about this. But of course, the Price is Right. <laughs> of oh, course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, The Price is Right was the appointment television of <laughs> a homesick day. I think it was on at 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 on my time. Coast. So, yeah. yeah. Christmas so. break slash uh, sick day. Yep. Is- Spring yep. break. Yeah. Summer. Yep. Uh, and then I was trying to think about my favorite Price is Right game i mean plinko is an easy choice mm-hmm. and not that weird version of plinko that they no. brought back with what's no. his name that smarmy podcast host um, um i like the one where the mountaineer is going up the mountain yes, yes. <laughs> the singing <laughs> yeah and there's the like yodeling no. guy. yeah mm-hmm. there's nothing more euphoric i've only seen it like once when somebody guessed both within like a hun- or whatever when they guessed within a hundred dollars and they won both prizes and yeah. you're like ah! like it's so <laughs> yeah. oh my god i love it not the jet skis and the dinette set i know both i also like the one where where you got to punch you got to yes. punch through paper yes. and like yeah, oh yeah bring something one. out yeah <laughs> oh man so good. I, I mean, I always said, you know, when Dave and I lived in Los Angeles, we would go to the Grove, which is the mall, that, one of the malls there, and CBS would film The Price is Right right next door. So you would pe- see people walking around with their big name tags and, like, shirts that were monogrammed, you know, with all, like, spray-painted shirts. And I was like, I still kind of want to do this. Like, I still mm-hmm. kind of want to go. 
do it. Done. I know. I never did. I should. I should go. We've um, we've never done anything quite like that. We, by the way, for the Tishi store, we should really work on the just iron on letters, <laughs> yes. just like I heart Tishi with those yeah. big seventies. <laughs> yes. Retro. Yes. Somebody can wear yeah. it on TV. Yep. Yeah. We'll pick one lucky audience member to come be on the show. If you, wear. Uh, you have to learn how to edit, though. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> That's the key. Uh, Meredith, uh, your childhood? Yes. Um, so I I was the healthy, healthiest of the three children. Um, <laughs> my sister and brother both had, like, terrible constant ear infections and tubes and surgeries and all sorts of, like, my brother was constantly hurting himself and needing like stitches and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, for most of the ch- my childhood, I was like nothing. I never got sick days. And then I started smoking when I was a teenager. <laughs> and then I would, it. Get, <laughs> I would get uh, a sinus infection every fall. Uh, yeah. I would get allergies and then it would turn into a sinus infection because smoking does that bad for you. everything yeah it makes so it was ha- it happened every single year in high school and my doctor was always like i don't understand and i was like me neither <laughs> <laughs> why am i still getting yeah, sick this I don't is weird <laughs> and then i would always be out for like a week every year with bronchitis oh, uh, yeah. gee i wonder why so th- that was the thing like i never was home with a stomach ache that was never a thing although no matter what i was sick with i would be uh given a sleeve of saltines mm-hmm. and an endless uh, bottomless cup of Verner's uh, <laughs> ginger ale. And there's no ginger in that stuff anymore. So I don't know why yeah. people still think it works, but it's so good. It's though. comforting. And yeah. then yes. if I was really lucky, my stepdad would go to Blockbuster and get me yeah. one or all three of my movie of choice for when I was sick, which was either Rain Man, Beetlejuice, or What's Eating Gilbert Grape. That's such yep. a Those trio. That's so yep. I mean, that was like every single time I was homesick, those were the movies I wanted to watch. And then, of course, there was like, if I was really, really sick and, and like I had a fever and I was dozing in and out, I would put on the Weather Channel um, because I thought that was really soothing because they'll just play like Muzak in the background. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just like a it's like a radar that you don't really have to pay attention to. So it was easy to follow. I'm not much of a nap person. So that's one way that I was able to fall asleep when I was sick. So that was a pretty uh, classic sick day for me. Golf. That's what I was yes. like napping to on the weekends. Mm. Yeah. Oh. That might be too boring for me. <laughs> Actually, I was just talking today about how I had a weird, I was sort of Tiger Woods obsessed at one point. So I kind of had a weird foray into being obsessed with golf. And I really like, like, I always loved when Easter was combined, like when the Masters hit on Easter Sunday. I don't know why, but anyway. Um, but yes, that is very boring to watch and you can easily fall asleep to it. And to, unless it's exciting. R.I.P. his legs, by the way. I know. Yikes. Yeah. I know. It's a complicated figure. Sure is. Okay. Uh, mine um, mine is, is definitely similar to all of y'all's. Love The Price is Right. In fact, my grandmother would, that she was like, oh, Hillary loves The Price is Right. That was like my brand in the family. Um, or And I loved any game shows for that matter. Like I loved, do you remember that game show? I think it was on like USA, but maybe at some point it was just syndicated, the Press Your Luck, where it was like, no yes, whammies. No whammies. No Stop. Yep. Love Stop. that show. <clears throat> love that and car- that was on later in the afternoon for me it yep. was uh ca- yeah. card sharks was another one i really liked um which is like there's no skill oh my god i loved card <laughs> i was sharks. never more or jealous lower. Of, of my friends who had cable like really good cable than the ones who had game show network oh, i never I mean, had that no. and i just i, I only had it, it in college it was a good one. and it's 
really good. Um, mm-hmm. I I'd watch that today. <laughs> I, I, oh, one hundred percent. I also in the summertime, sick time, Christmas time. I was a big all my children fan, so it was like, oh, this is when I can catch up. Oh, so it Jesus. Would, I know so this is when I can catch up. And what's great about all my children, R.I.P., is that like you really don't have to like have watched you know the previous episodes you can kind of like get caught up in one episode and my family subscribed to soap opera digest so i was well aware of what the comings and goings of you know all the people that were on there put that on the book club list <laughs> mm. nope i loved I yeah will not. i loved it um anyway so yeah yeah that was sort of my my holy grail and i do i always i don't love talk shows but it was just sort of a like it was a proving ground of like i'm home and i get to watch these like i get to watch regis and kathy lee i remember and, watching ricky lake occasionally. oh totally yeah i used to watch in college i used to watch jenny jones all the time that was oh my like god our, jenny jones yeah, so good yeah, it was so good <laughs> so good so bad so <laughs> terrible um but yeah I, it's funny because just this is not an indictment of my mother at all it's just funny how things are different for sure, if I was Bridget's age or, you know, 9 to 10, late ele- later elementary school, <clears throat> there's no way my mom stayed home. Like, she was like, okay, no. like, here's your stuff. I mean, she wasn't not taking care of me, but if I wasn't super sick, I just felt bad for whatever reason. She was like, okay, I have, like, stuff to do. Like, you're good? I'm like, yeah, good. Oh, so, yeah. Usually I, nobody was home with no, me. No. Yeah. Which was great because then I could go graze and eat, like, whatever bullshit I wanted to eat in the refrigerator. Um so it's just funny because now if Bridget was sick, I mean, if it was normal times and Bridget was sick and I was going to the office, I would, st- one of us would stay home with her. What we wouldn't, and she would want us to stay home because kids are babies now. And I, they can't, they, I'm and like, I oh, couldn't wait for everybody to leave. I know. Right. You finally yeah. get to be alone. Get away. Great. Yeah. Um, but I do kind of, like I said before, the, I remember just being sad when the day was over where I was mm-hmm. like, it's getting dark outside. For whatever reason, three o'clock is also always my time. It's like the morning is over and like Oprah is about to start. <laughs> it's the time I would be getting home from school and I would be watching this anyway. And I'm kind of getting depressed about it. It's like how I feel about vacations. I always like halfway through a vacation, I start counting down to when the vacation is over and start getting mm-hmm. like wrapped up in my sadness on that so that was it but yeah I I was I mean it was just TV I had unfettered access to TV in general but it was like unfettered access to the things that I wasn't I wasn't watching because I was at school and it was freaking great mm-hmm. um Hillary we are very similar <laughs> um my mom never stayed home no. <laughs> with me probably starting in second grade yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes we did live where she worked because she was an apartment manager. But I mean, I was home alone, which was amazing. Um, I would watch all my children, One Life to Live, because I usually would catch up in the summer. Yeah, because you can. Yeah, you like I could start watching now and probably oh, catch sure. up within a Absolutely. day or two. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm the so glad right, that's, of course. A, that's a train I've missed. Of course, Sam and I are now rewatching Midsummer Murders for the third time or something. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so. I'm not judging really, but yeah. Um, and then I would start to get bummed as, as soon as shows that I normally watched when I came home from school mm-hmm. started showing, I'm like, God, I know it. that's that it. You're like, I could be watching. Sister's oh. going to be home. <laughs> Animaniacs is on. This isn't fun anymore. Say by the yeah, bell is no, on. Hate and it's it. like, oh, okay, fine. My day is over. <laughs> yeah. Cause I also didn't, really get sick until I moved here then I'm like allergic to the air basically in the spring but my sister was a very delicate um sick child all the time and of course my mom would stay home when she was there but anyways um so I would do the call in sick 
fake just to have my my me days as a young child Mm -hmm. there's no other way to get those when you're Mm -hmm. little no well even now honestly true if you're a parent (laughs) (laughs) yeah so obviously um our question of the week is what's your perfect sick day so please let us know. We all got yeah. them. We want to see how many times the price is right. Is yeah. why is that the ubiquitous one? It just is. It's so much fun. You know what? It that is. show like made me all... anxious it, when I was yeah. little because I didn't know how much stuff cost. So I was like, "Is dish soap twenty five dollars? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be, but." I think maybe because it was on at like nine or 10. Yeah. So that was for sure like, oh, school has yeah. started. Yeah. There's no way you're seeing this on a normal yeah, you're day. You're cheating for sure. And it's not yeah, on right. on the weekends. Yep. Nope. Exactly. How else would I have ever known that I even need turtle wax? <laughs> <laughs> or what it even was. <laughs> right? right? A Broyhill dining set. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, Price is Right. Oh, no. Uh, she recommends for this week. Uh, nobody labeled their stuff. I know that it's me. the second and third are both me. So, uh, Christy, what is Black Monday Prime? Black Black Monday on Amazon Prime. It's normally on Showtime. It's a TV show. I just started watching it. It is amazing. It's about um, the 1990, which I didn't even know happened. I was alive, but just barely. Um, 1987. um stock market crash which is Mm -hmm. like the biggest in history ever and it's kind of a dark comedy it has don Cheadle, and i don't know how to say his last name andrew reynolds andrew reynolds i just yeah yeah casey Casey wilson is on it yep casey will wilson regina hall i just think of him as the book of mormon guy like the gay book he was on girls he was the yep yeah yeah i like he's just like that guy right Horatio Sands, like so many people. It was produced by um, Seth Rogen and his friend Adam Evan Evan Goldberg. Oh, the one that they made the um, Fifty Fifty. I think they made that together. That movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's really good. I highly recommend it. It got a bunch of Oscar buzz, and I didn't know what it was even about. Um, not Oscar buzz. Sorry, Emmy Emmys, buzz, yeah. Golden Globes. Yeah. That. yeah. Uh, highly recommend. I listened to Casey Wilson's podcast, Bitch Sesh, which is about Real Housewives. It's actually really good. Um, especially if you watch Real Housewives, it is very good. But um, but she would I, talk I about it. I doubt it's very good if you don't watch Real Housewives. You know what, though? Casey, Casey Wilson is really funny. She's so, so funny. That it, like, kind of... Yeah. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't, like, get the references as much. But, like, she's had um, Roxanne Gay on. Like, all these, like, low-key... Um, Real Housewives fans, you're like, oh my god, this person also loves Real Housewives. That yeah, like, makes it me makes you feel justified, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just, I'm just like, the '80s were wild. I know this is were. crazy time. Yeah, that was yeah. happening. Yep. Uh, your passing reference to girls reminded me. Uh, I was listening to a different podcast earlier today that I I like a lot, and when they do their mailbag Patreon shows, they do a lot of non. It's a hockey show, but they do a lot of non hockey questions on the side. And um, one of their listener questions this week was, what is the worst TV show you've seen every episode of? And I think we shouldn't answer it right now, but one of their answers was girls. And it just, it got me... I wouldn't say that. I know. There are worse shows. The problem with girls is, and actually the ones, like, there are some amazing episodes of girls, and there are some terrible episodes Mm -hmm. of girls. But the the context is... The worst show that you've still managed to see oh, yeah. every episode. Yeah. Of. So right, we, should, yeah. we should have that as a yeah, question. For sure. I threw it in the question of the week Slack channel. Okay. So let's yes. put a pin in that for 
That's we'll good. put it right under cop, not cop shows in Mastermind Theater. For <laughs> Is bowling a sport? Yeah. <laughs> in the tickler. Uh, two, uh, two quick recommends for me. The first, I finally got my hands on a bottle of Old Bay hot sauce. I've been not keeping, like, I, I didn't want to order it from Jeff Bezos. Uh, and I, in general, I didn't want to order it shipped. But I finally happened to pop into Wegmans today and they had the Old Bay hot sauce, which I've been seeing online for a while. And I tried it, and it's it's good. It tastes like Old Bay mixed with hot sauce. Mm. So um, I would say don't don't uh, don't don't go deeply far out of your way for it. But if you happen to see it in a grocery store near you, sure, it's a good addition for a few bucks to your pantry. Um, I I just tried it on a couple of different things around the kitchen, but I, I'm going to try to cook with it at some point in the near future to see with some sort of chicken or something. Or I feel like that would be pretty easy to reverse engineer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. If you just uh, if you were to say take some Frank's Red Hot mm-hmm. and some Old Bay know, like and maybe some Old Bay seasoning, and... stir them together. Yeah, yeah. But whatever, whatever it is, the way they did it was effective. So Ratios. Old Bay hot sauce. It wasn't worthy of a Bobby tried it so you don't have to segment. It's just you know just a quick recommend. And then the other is um, on Twitter. I will encourage you all to follow uh, Matt Gertz at at Matt Gertz, M-A-T-T-G-E-R-T-Z. He's a senior fellow at the uh, Media Matters for America, (laughs) the the progressive think tank. And right now, it's particularly hilarious because Matt Gertz is getting tagged in a lot of tweets addressed for Matt Because people think it's him. Yeah. (laughs) Poor guy. I I love the one where he just said, oh, fuck. (laughs) 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 So, uh, uh, yes, good. as he writes, views expressed here are my own, husband of Alyssa Rosenberg, dad, definitely not the GOP congressman, <laughs> <laughs> and then his email address. And uh, so, yes, he's a smart, thoughtful, witty guy who is not, as far as we can tell, a child molester, yeah. uh, oh, as so the uh, congressman so Matt Gates seems to be. Definitely so. is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Gertz on Twitter. Uh, and as always, now, uh, fuck you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> For taking away our Amazon money. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Housekeeping. You can buy some stuff from us at theshowhaseverything.com and um, click the shop button. And then also rate and review us on your, where you get apps. (laughs) (laughs) Apple Play. I don't know. Apple Play. Uh, Or Google Play, right? Google Play and iTunes Store. I don't think Google has their own podcatcher. Do they? No. Don't no, at me. I don't care. No, I guess. Yeah. We don't care. Don't at me. I don't it's care. It's Android. Please, please um, re- review us on your Zoom. Thank you. Yes. 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 Uh, I loved my Zoom. <laughs> uh, okay. Get involved with Christy Zoom. Uh, the website mm-hmm. is thisshowhaseverything.com. You can also use throwyourphone.com, which we've gotten some lovely Russian um, throwing of phones. Mm-hmm. Love it. And yet. Um, the Facebook group is popping. Come over there. It's really fun. The show Twitter, which will be, you know, it's like Matt Damon on Jimmy Kimmel. Like he'll be on next time. The show Twitter is at Tishy show. Email us at Tishy at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo like Justina. It was wonderful. Um, facts will be your butt at 617-354-8513. And thanks for joining us, you guys. That was everything about... <laughs> Feels good. (laughs) I think I got the black lung paw. Uh, That was everything. (laughs) That was you calling in to work at To Me. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
Take it from me. You'll never know where you'll end up. That's freedom. I'll raise a glass to that any day. P.S. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs>